0: So Perfect Christian Life podcast
1: with Joy and Hannah. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life with me, Hannah, and Joy. And today we are discussing doubt and thinking about the topic of doubt and i think we really hope don't we joy like yeah with all these podcasts we really hope that it sort of rips the lid off topics that maybe you'd quite like to discuss or think about and we really hope that this one does as well cuz sometimes maybe it's hard to talk about things you doubt about especially to do with god so we just hope this rips the lid off this topic and you can really be honest with yourself about what you think and you can just be a fly on the wall to hearing what me and joy really think as well so yeah. all of our doubts
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: joy what are yeah. your doubts go <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're well, starting there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's just dive in at the deep end. No, all you can right. start where you no, want. No, we could, start we could dive in, in at the deep end. That's a good place. But okay. I, was, I was totally going to agree with you, though. I thought that was such an excellent point at the beginning. I was, And I was going to agree with you that um, I think it is taboo in Christian circles of talking about doubt. Yeah. Um, a bit like the Disappointment podcast we did. Like, I think it's just one of those things we all doubt in loads yeah. of different ways. And I'll go on to share the things I doubt in. But... <laughs> um, We all doubt, all Christians doubt at points. I wouldn't believe anyone that said that they didn't. Um, But I think that we, how we share it, I think also how we deal with that as a church is really important. How we deal with that as Christians is really important. Um, But I just think it's good to be having these conversations of... And and so, like Hannah was saying, I guess, like you were saying, Hannah, that I'm hoping that people, as they're listening to it, are thinking, are there particular areas that I doubt in? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I could start off with the things that I tend to doubt in. Got them. Um. So for me, I've written them down because I was just like, oh. so the areas of doubt for me are often around God's character. I think. Um. Yeah. So. I and the first one I wrote down and I thought oh no but but the area I doubt in is that god is better being in control than I am <laughs> <laughs> i'm just being brutally honest then i know I'm but i wish really people un- could see your I face because that would look so like naughty school girl, i know <laughs> because it, like, when i wrote it down i was like oh, i can't believe but i was like god already knows that yeah. and it's not an area that i'm happy that i doubt in it's just an area that i do doubt in yeah um well, don't um, move on too quickly to the next one. Okay. Unpack that a little
1: bit for us. What does that look yeah, like? Yeah, God and- will be
0: better. Okay, so um, I guess I have always quite liked being in control. And until very recently. Yeah. Um, when I've discovered that I generally don't know what I'm doing in most situations anymore. And <laughs> so um, I feel weighed down and fearful Yeah. When I am in control, uh, because I always feel like I've got to have it together and have a plan. And thankfully, God has really spoken into that. And we have feel like we've worked on that a lot. And now I'm much happier not to be in control. Um, But when he's asking me to leave things at his feet and let him be in control of them, I wouldn't say that's an that's an easy place to sit in. Yeah, Because I know all the right stuff in that I know he's able, I know he's faithful, I know he's good, all this stuff, but I'm still sort of handing over something that's important and there are different levels of importance of that to someone else. Yeah. Um, and he's got an amazing track record, so I should believe that that will be all right, but I doubt it. And yeah. then I think that's often why... Fear and worry and anxiety comes in because then you're thinking, well, I don't know that I want to carry this. I also don't know whether I completely trust handing it over to you, God. So then yeah. you'll feel like you're stuck between a rock and yeah, a hard place because yeah. you're like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I think that's, I mean, that's the biggest one of mine. Well, it used to be the biggest one of mine of like not being in control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go on with any more? Yeah, do go you on then, wanna... hit me. Let's
1: hear that list. How many have you got on that list?
0: Well, I've got a few. Yeah, go on um, then. Let's just to make everyone one. else feel better yeah? about their doubts. So if you've only got one, you better start thinking of some more. I will, I will, <laughs> quick. <laughs> um, this will made me laugh. Like I was thinking, I doubt whether he's actually going to um, like give an answer or bring a solution in time. Yeah. Because God and I have different concepts of <laughs> what... Um, is a prompt, re- <laughs> is a prompt <laughs> decision on something. Like, I think there's a verse in the Bible that's like, he's not slow to act as some would imagine slowness or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. So sometimes I doubt, I'm like, okay, God, I I can get that you're going to sort this situation out. But I mean, how long is it going to take? Like, because I could sort this out potentially quicker. All of this is nonsense. That yeah. is just out. Yeah. And, then, and then I guess just doubting that he'll come through. Yeah. And again, that looks different in different situations. So doubting if you're in going through a really hard time, is he going to come through? Is what coming through, is it going to look like what I want it to look like? Yeah, yeah. If I'm praying for healing for someone, is God going to come through in the sense of that person's going to get healed or yeah. the situation's going to be better? Yeah. And then just, I guess my last one that I thought about was doubting that he could deal with anything I bring to him yeah so again I know the right answers of all of these things and I could quote them to you yeah and I would know the bible verses for them but these are the things that I'm most likely to doubt and I guess my areas of weakness of like belief in that sense yeah yeah yours you go now you've got plenty of
1: time I know yeah quick quick think Uh, why so I thought um maybe they're not dissimilar either but I I thought probably I I suppose I doubt that he can cope with me or like Mm. um I can't think of the right word for it as I suppose I feel aware of well I might I might do something or like create a real mess here or here and I might be trying my best but still create a situation that I really regret or wish I hadn't and like how what will you do in that situation God can you like cover my mess yeah or or I suppose it's a bit of a head spin isn't it because I don't think that he just smooths everything over and makes it comfortable. So yeah. I suppose it's just sort of wondering, like, is this you leaving these things hanging because there's wisdom in that, and this is part of a process, and it's quite good if things are just left unresolved and hanging in this area, or is this I'm gonna somehow mess this up and you can't deal with it? And I kind kind of know the answer to. I know the answer to that. Like yeah. I know, I know he can yes. cope yeah. with, but I think, I suppose it's just a kind of, am I going to mess this up? Like, and somehow he's then not going to be able to fix it. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose the other one that I, I, I I, suppose it's like a doubt of how good he is because some things don't feel good, do they? Yeah. And yeah, I find it, I find it a real like emotional, mental spin sometimes because i don't i think the bible is quite clear like you will have troubles in this world but take heart i have overcome the world but Mm -hmm. and you know and then there's verses like in all things he's working for your good so i kind of feel like okay i believe that that he's working for my good but i know from other verses that doesn't guarantee this is gonna be easy or even
0: nice
1: to go through or so even, you know, an example of that, like like we were talking about earlier, Joy, like my eldest is not well at the moment. Um, She's just been diagnosed with IBD and she's going through a huge amount and I don't want her to go through any of it. She's my child. I love her. I don't want her to be suffering or sad. Um, But I know that God... Working for her good and working for my good, my family's good. But I also know, but that doesn't mean, yeah, this is going to be an easy ride. This might be really painful and this might look really sad at times to walk through. And I just, I find that's it, it's complex, isn't it? That's a bit of a head spin because, yeah. Okay, I know you. I know you love me, and you're working for my good. But I also know you don't guarantee that this is then going to be a comfortable or easy ride. Um, so I think there's just quite a lot of wrestling required for me that goes on there sometimes. But I also think I've been thinking about how I don't know. I don't know if you find this, but sometimes I feel like just maybe culturally, I like to express stuff. Um, whether that is Happy, sad, angry, joyful, ever I quite like to express what I'm feeling or and yeah. so I feel like sometimes, and even recently I've done it, like I've expressed I'm really sad, I'm really sad for Beth and I'm really sad for her. Um but that doesn't mean that I have yeah. this deep-rooted yeah. doubt about good either it's just an appropriate response to a sad yeah. situation but I kind of feel like I don't know how good we are culturally about that of just letting people express mm, what they need to express and not too quickly jump into conclusions of what that means more deeply or profoundly and you know on Sunday at church we um, had a guest speaker in and he was talking about lament and they've been through a huge amount as a family themselves and he was just talking about how you know some of those most of the prayers in the Bibles are prayers of lament and you read them and it's like why have you forsaken me like where are you God what are you doing and that doesn't necessarily mean that person has got some deep rooted doubt that another person doesn't have they're just expressing their thoughts and then there's a it's really healthy yeah I feel like like you raised at the beginning how do we get better at that in church life and just in friendships and stuff I think like that a panic can arise quite often when someone is expressing something that we perceive as negative but yeah it's it's just got to come out, hasn't it? It's not the end of the world. People just need to be able to say how they feel without too many judgments being made about where they're at. Um, mm, yeah, I idea? totally agree
0: with that because i i'd I'd thought about that as well. Is that we? I th- and I think there's a, a reason for what you're some of the reasons for what you're saying is I think we freak out a bit sometimes as Christians that our faith is not going to be able to cope with their doubt. Yeah. So if maybe. someone starts sharing all their doubts, I think there's a f- real fear um, that that they will somehow like snuff out any faith that we do have. So they start raising doubts and we're like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to do with this now. Um Whereas actually i I don't think that's the case. certainly never happened with me when I've sat and listened to people doubting different things. Um, although I do remember like when I was studying theology and we were looking at the Book of Job, and we were being taught it by a guy who was not a Christian but had devoted his life to the studying of the Old Testament. And so obviously the book of Job is is difficult anyway, yeah. um, but then he was doing it from a point of view of look how harsh God is, how could he do, like he's doing it from a very biased negative yeah. point of view. Yeah. And I think I've mentioned it before that I came out of that lecture like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like that just worried me a lot and I had to go and sit in a dark room for a bit and just try and <laughs> sort of put myself back together a little bit yeah. um but now I don't feel like that at all but I, I think that's one of our worries is um how are we going to cope if they start sharing all their like doubts is it gonna sort of pass on to me yeah. but I also think that we we just don't know what to do with those hard Heavy emotions. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking about it. that, And I've used this term with a friend of mine. Like, we aren't very good at sitting in the grey with people.
1: Yeah, We yeah. immediately
0: want to move them to a black or a white. Yeah. And so if they're in that place of, oh, I just, I, I don't know what I think here. Um, technically, this is the right answer. But I don't know that I feel like that. Or, like, I don't know what this situation looks like. Or I don't know how I feel about God in this situation. You know, we... We very quickly want to, like, sort of put a plaster on it and go, oh, be all right, God is good, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, we're not very good at, like, sitting in the grey with people and going, yeah, yeah this situation really sucks. Um, we're standing with you in sadness. We're going to yeah. allow you to express anger or disappointment or yeah. all of these. Often a lot of these things we've talked about, we're just very quick to sort of, m- like, move them into something yeah. else rather than actually just sitting with them and I think like you were saying it's absolutely vital that we allow people to express this because otherwise it feels like we're building on shaky foundations because you don't have faith because there's no opportunity to doubt there you have faith I think because you've worked through doubts yeah and come out the other side of them yeah and I guess we'll talk a bit about what that looks like but but I, I, I just don't think it happens by going, oh yeah, I believe everything. I believe everything the Bible says and I never have any doubts about anything. This is yeah. like, I don't think you're a real person. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's a misunderstanding of like the purpose of trials and yeah difficulties as well isn't it because if you if you read James <laughs> um <laughs> you you like there's real those hard things might actually just be God's training of someone and like growing them in faith might and they and like growing them in maturity and and a a, a comfortableness with the complexity of life like they're important, aren't they? Trials. Yeah. You know, if you lead to perseverance and then that's developing character, it's really important. And you and I just think, yeah, like you're saying, I think you just don't want to rush people on too quickly either, when there's a real work being done there. And I've really been struck recently by how important it is to assist people to come to their own sound conclusions and Mm. how important it is that you don't just sort of tell people what you perceive to be right or helpful in anyone's situation, but you encourage and you question someone to think about what they're learning in this situation and what other conclusions that they can draw. Because Because I think it's really important that people know themselves and Mm. trust the judgments that they're making in things. because, And I see how important that is because then I've seen on the flip side of it from different things in the area here where people don't trust themselves to make judgments, don't kind of, you know, don't trust what they're thinking or feeling or don't know what they're thinking or feeling. You're just at sea. You're just tossed about um, by the waves. And so, yeah, I think but that takes time like it's quicker to give someone mm. I think that's the right answer it's quicker to do that than it is to sit and listen to them express what they need to express and draw out of them oh so you said this do you feel this or mm. like you said this is that is that what you mean like yeah that takes so much longer um but that's really valuable time spent isn't it? If someone, if you just help someone process rather than try and shut
0: them down uh, with correct answers. (laughs) No one wants that. (laughs) No, but then it's also, there's also a point of speaking truth. So it's a really tricky one because you also don't want to leave a situation. I don't know whether it would be helpful if someone was like really sad feeling like they were lacking hope to just leave that situation hanging without any sense of but, but this is also what we believe. So yeah. it's like holding those two together. And I think the way you're able to do that is if you've sat with someone in the sadness. So if someone's mm. sort of expressing sadness and doubt and you just immediately try to put a plaster on it and go, oh, yeah. but you know it'll all be all right, they're not really going to accept it. Whereas if you've sat with them and you've listened to them and they've shared it and they've got it out and you've just let them get it out and then after a little while sort of said... But this is also the stuff that we know of God, like, and spoken into that and spoken the truths of it. I, th- I think you're more willing to accept it. I know that I am. Like, mm. if someone's, if I feel like I'm heard, I think it comes back to that gentleness thing again. Mm. It's if I feel like someone has been gentle with me and heard me and listened to me and then spoken truth to me, even if I don't want to hear it or whatever. I'm like, I know that they've, they've sat and listened to the other bit, though. Yeah. Um, Because I do think there is something really powerful in that as well of, and I know I find this when I do this in prison of like you know, when people are like, life's terrible, there's no hope, nothing's ever going to change, la, 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 la." And I sit and listen to that. But I'm also, I, I can't sort of just leave that here as well, though, because there is a hope and there is, and often they'll really accept that because I've sat and listened to them through all of the, this is why life sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and so I do also think that's important, but it's the way, I guess it's the way you do it. It's the way you speak truth in whether it's just, uh, I'm now on a moving into, um, either black or white because I'm uncomfortable with this.
1: Yeah. People can
0: sense that or whether yeah. it's, uh, I hear you. I stand with you. I'm supportive of you. Um, But these are also the truths that we can rest on of Mm. who God is. Mm. And I I think that is still really important as well. Mm. It's just, I guess, how we do that and how that feels in that circumstance, I guess.
1: Yeah, because I think if you're feeling something quite intense or you're even a bit scared by things you're asking yourself yeah what makes that worse is someone else's unease yeah when you I, vocalize so
0: that yeah.
1: or express that but what is yeah. like a tonic and like you're talking about that gentleness what's the real tonic to that is where you've had space to like air it and someone's not phased and they're like yeah I've I've thought that too at times, or I've felt that too at times, but I, I don't know about you, Joy, but I think I have found that to be the case with people who have walked through really difficult things. Like, I think, I think yeah. that's a, I think you grow in that through things you walk through in life and how you respond to yeah. them. And so just think when I've expressed some of my big emotions or my big sort of concerns to people, and. Some of those people who've been through quite a lot of themselves, they're just not phased, and they're like, yeah. "Yeah, you will feel like that. That's yeah, that's normal. That that's really comforting, isn't yeah. it? And like you were saying, we all have doubts. Yeah. So if you've expressed, I don't know what I think about this, and you and that meets someone else saying, "Yeah, I I didn't know what I thought about this or the." that's a real comfort because you think like oh it's not just me it's not just me who has these like questions about God and life and it doesn't make sense and I don't understand it actually probably everybody yeah if they're honest with themselves has got and I think probably should have questions about yeah I yeah I don't mean you're
0: engaging with it right yeah
1: because how can you go through life and not have questions it's so perplexing, yeah, it raises questions, doesn't it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was doing my theology degree and so I was writing a dissertation on basically how Jesus's death forgives us from our sins yeah and um and you had to go into so much detail and it was so full on it it was so intensive and it was great, but it mucked with my brain and I remember <laughs> one day just sitting down with John and going um John, can you just speak to me again about why did Jesus have to die on the cross again? And <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd just been doing this, like, I'd been a Christian pages, i have been doing this really intensive dissertation. But I, was just, I just, for a moment, i just forgotten the simplicity of it. Can you just, yeah. um, what what is this about again? Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know whether this is the same for you, Hannah, but I'm finding when I share the gospel with people of the, you know, good news of Jesus, do you ever sit there and think, this is mental. <laughs> like, I've I've been doing it quite a lot recently around with, with people. And I just find myself thinking, this is really mad. Like when you're talking about, yeah, so Jesus takes away arson. And then, you know, you explain it all to them. And you just find yourself thinking, I know that this is true, but this sounds mad. I know. Well,
1: the thing that gets me sometimes when I think about pre-existence or where I think about like where did God come from and like, yeah. and, and the origin of the world and all that sort of, and it feels, I, I don't do it often, but if I sit and sort of ponder some of those things, I'm like, that feels so abstract and vast and inexplicable. I'm like, how... How can I understand that, or how can I explain that? and so, in that situation where I'm sort of pondering something that just feels huge, I come back to Jesus, yeah, <laughs> because for me, and I've done Alpha so many times as well or or like equivalent of and just going through that physical evidence of the physical person in history of Jesus and Going through kind of you know all the evidence for his death and resurrection that grounds me because sometimes when yeah. I'm asking questions that feel so big of life, I can get a bit lost in the. I mean, it depends what you like, isn't it? I don't think I spend that long pondering things like that, whereas I know other people who spend a lot <laughs> yeah. of time, yeah, they're pondering. I don't know how they do it because I I don't know how they do it, but because even when I just spend a little bit of time doing it, I drive myself a bit mad. (laughs) Um, So then I'm really grateful for the physical reality of Jesus and reminder of him that, yeah, that isn't like grounds me and brings me back to, okay, but I know I am thoroughly convinced that he died and rose again. Therefore, I trust him. Yeah, And I can build on that. That is the thing I can build on. I might not understand these other things but that yeah I am thoroughly convinced of and can build on and so I suppose because I was thinking about how what what is the opposite of doubt the opposite of doubt is faith isn't it that I would say has two aspects of belief and trust in it and so for me thinking of you know the opposite to doubt is faith faith in Jesus is something tangible to me that I can I can believe that I can try and trust in that. And then the other things that I can't explain will, that's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't worry me if I can't explain them because I'm convinced on that. And these things will fit in and I've, you know, maybe I'll never figure them out. Maybe I'll figure them out as they go. But the crux of it is, did he die and rise again? And if he did the rest of it, we can get to it. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that's really helpful because you also sort of answered a question that I was going to ask or that I'd been thinking of as, you know, how do you feel when you have doubts? Because for some people, it feels like suddenly someone's pulled the rug rug out from underneath them. Yeah. Um, And I guess depending on what you're doubting, because I don't think we really have, do we really leave space in our churches for people to suddenly go, I don't know that I believe this anymore, guys. Yeah. I, I, like, I, re- you know, I was just thinking about that of like, we should, we should absolutely, there should be, you know, we, sh- we should be people where someone could turn around and say that to us. And we'd be like, OK, let's yeah. have a chat about that. Um, I mean, I, I know I've sat down with people where they've talked to me about, I don't know that I believe that God is good or I don't know that I believe that God is loving or um, I don't like this bit of scripture. And it hasn't worried me at all in fact I've normally had huge respect for those people that have shared it because I thought oh, that's really brave I think it is really brave to share something that you think someone might look at you lesser for yeah um I, I worry more about the people if I'm totally honest that are absolutely dead set like um for like they know everything yeah, yeah. Those people worry me more because I'm just like, wow, the Bible is really complicated. Yeah. Um, and sure, we can know, like you were saying, the death and resurrection, of G- you know, of Jesus. But there's other stuff that I feel like people sort of sometimes behave like, oh, well, I know everything here. And I'm thinking, I just, really? Yeah.
1: And maybe it's a personality thing, but I'm also a little bit suspicious of like when nothing is aired. Like, yes, uh, yeah. Like, yeah you know of of difficult emotions or difficult thoughts and so yes. you just think but they must be there yeah so if so what are people doing with them and also what to me I think that's more dangerous potentially as well yeah. because I think it's a sort of scenario where you hold it inside and over yeah. time you just drift
0: yeah just slow I totally agree. doesn't
1: happen instantly but you just drift off yeah over time
0: um and it breeds cynicism I think doubt if it's not kept under like if you don't deal with it it breeds cynicism yeah. which I think is like absolute faith killer because whereas doubt sort of like I'm just a bit unsure about this over time if you don't sort of do anything about it 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 then comes into cynicism of yeah that can't be right Nah, I just don't believe or people say stuff in a situation you just just like yeah that wasn't That can't be God. And then before that, that I think is when you start to see people really drift of when cynicism comes in. And so if you're cynical, it's like that it just kills faith because it just sort of is in that pattern of doubting anything can be God.
1: Yeah. Whereas I
0: think that doubt doesn't start there. I think the doubt of just going, I'm unsure what I think here. And I just don't know whether I'm believing that God is good or whatever it is. Like that's a completely different point to I'm now sort of set in this doubt and I'm now disbelieving anything. Yeah. Um I think it's quite hard to get out of that cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, I
1: really agree with you. Um I really agree with you. But I and this is just moving on in my thinking now as well, of just how it is important to get out of these cycles, isn't it? Yeah. Or like it is So I don't think either one of us would want to be saying, it. I know we've talked quite a lot about you need to express it and that it's okay to live in the grey. But I don't think either one of us would be saying there's no resolution to doubt. No, we're not saying that, are we? And actually, it's really important to process and work through and seek answers because... I I remember we talked about earlier, I said about that verse about tossed about like a wave, but it was actually a, a verse I was thinking about, about doubt. Um, so I'm just going to read it. It's from James. You'll love it. Um, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So it is, that's quite a serious sort of description of where doubts take us to... Yeah being driven around and tossed around by the winds. Like if we don't know what we think about things, especially like central things like Jesus's death and resurrection, then we are going to be led in all sorts of different directions. So it really matters that we do nail some things down. Um, And I don't think either of us would want to suggest that just stay. I mean, I think we all will stay in grey our whole lives. I think that is what life is like. But I think it does really matter to try and seek some resolution and some answers on these things.
0: Yeah. Well, because I've been um, sitting quite a lot with that, um, with the bit in John 20 where, so Jesus has come back to life and yeah. then the it's starting to get around amongst the disciples. And then there's Thomas who yeah. is called Doubting Thomas and gets such a bad rep. And yeah. he's just like, well, I'll believe it when I see the nails, you know, when the scars in Jesus's hands. And he says this to the disciples, and I really wish... We had, we had it written down what the disciples said to him. Yeah, um, yeah. Like in that moment of whether they were like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit crazy. Or whether they were like, come on, Thomas, you know, like get your act together. But so he takes it. So I was thinking in the case of Thomas, like he takes it to his friends, first of all, mm. shares it with them. Mm. But then also when Jesus appears, he takes it to Jesus. And I love that Jesus's reaction is like, come, come have yeah. a look yeah but he doesn't he does he says come come and have a look and then he does say after that stop doubting and believe but that's not the first thing he says and and i've always encountered that in jesus that when i've doubted jesus doesn't just go come on joy get your act yeah, together yeah, yeah. come on haven't it's i done enough yes. that you should believe It's <laughs> obvious. Yeah, it's obvious but actually like okay come let's Talk to me about yeah, it. Why, yeah. why are you doubting in this area? Yeah. What don't you believe I can do? What do you know? And I've and I've always felt that from him. Yeah. And the, there have been a couple of times, one of them recently, where I felt Jesus say to me, "Like, um, stop doubting and believe." But that's when we've had the same debate about a million times. Yeah. Um. So Jesus already gone like round and round and round with me over a particular thing so many times and actually when I heard him say that to me like stop doubting believe it really helped me because I was just like Jesus I know that you, I've had this conversation with you now so many times actually I sort of really needed him to be like we need to draw a line in yeah, the sand yeah. here yeah. and actually I really was like yeah okay but but i love that so Thomas took it to his friends he shared with them his doubts yeah and then he took it to Jesus, yeah, and both yeah. of those things resulted in him believing, yeah, and i and I just think that's a really helpful model for us of, um he could have not shared it with anyone um, and sure then he might not have had that same interaction with Jesus, yeah, um, but there's so many people in the Bible that doubt. Yeah. I mean, like Abraham and Sarah that we go on about as being, they're amazing. You know, Abraham being the father of faith. But they don't believe that God can give them a child. Yeah, yeah. Um And then all the disciples desert Jesus. So yeah. they don't, like they've been with him for three years and they still have loads of doubts. Yeah. And um, Gideon, I was thinking about Gideon. Like, you, you know, I know Gideon's special for y- you guys in leading a church, but like um, Gideon basically tested God and was like, well, God, you know, you've got to do this for me to prove that you've spoken to me. And then mm-hmm. when God answers that, he's like, right now, I need you to do something else for me to show me yeah, that you've spoken yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and God does it. And I think all these people doubted and God just... He didn't toss them aside. he no. dealt with them in his in the. I mean, with in the case of Abraham and Sarah, he provided them with sons. Yeah, like, who's laughing now? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I suppose there's something in that of to go to him or to go to other people does sort of hint at a level of. Faith that that person's got a solution or an answer to your and engaging
0: with it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And but I think it's really interesting, you like you were saying earlier, like it takes courage to go and ask your questions because I sort of feel like, um, we talk quite a lot about ask your questions, share your thoughts in church life, of like be honest with where you're at, ask your questions, but. To, I mean, and you can do other things and it's worth thinking about that. How can you create a culture where that is okay to do that? That's really important to think about. But there is just, it does just take a bit of courage on the person yeah. to take up that invitation as yeah. well. Though. And I think especially when you've been around things for a while and you feel like, oh, but I, I'm the mature Christian in this setting, yeah. so I can't you know, that's my identity or like, that's my position in this group. I can't then raise that. But that, I mean, that's just, that's pride, isn't it? That's pride in us. That doesn't want to be perceived as something different from how we perceived we are seen as. And so I just think that is really, I was thought that was good you said that. I was glad you said that. It does just take courage on our part to go and be honest doesn't it it can't always be the responsibility of other people to invite it from us we've got to take responsibility and be brave in voicing things haven't we
0: yeah and i think i also think though that we've got to be brave in listening to it yeah so if you're someone that thinks oh man how's my faith going to cope with this you know then pray yeah like god you know just protect me in this and help me with this. And, but also I think sometimes we feel a fear because we've got to answer their, their doubts. And Mm. we don't like, Mm. I mean, you know, the people that have come to me with, Sharing stuff that they doubt, and not looking for me to provide the answers to all their solutions, because I mean that's God. God's got to do that. Yeah. Um, I think they're just looking to get it out. Because the other thing is that all this stuff that's hidden in darkness yeah. just grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and yeah. then you start to feel shame, and then the uh, then the devil comes in and goes, "Oh, you call yourself a Christian, and you yeah. doubt all of this stuff." Yeah. But it's actually, if you get it out again, as we've talked about before, it's just really helpful because someone else can stand with you and they can yeah. pray with you and they yeah. can ask you how it's going. And, you know, then you've got someone that you can check in with and and can say, oh, I'm still sort of in that same place or no, I think I'm, I'm moving forward in this or yeah. well, you're just, you're not on your own with it. And I think that's, Part of what we're we're meant to be doing, you know that Thomas obviously believed that those disciples were going to be there for him. Yeah, you know because they deserted Jesus just like him. So he was probably thinking, look, they're (laughs) going to know what it's like. Yeah. So I'll go to them, and I think that's crucial: is finding someone or some people that you look at and just think, I know, I just know that if I chat to them, they're not going to look at me in horror. They're going to go, okay, yeah, let's have a chat about it, and yeah. Um, and I and I think it's wisdom to know who to do that with, but I absolutely think we do need to do it because when I've doubted stuff, I've sometimes chatted it through with John, or I've chatted it through with other people, and then I've taken it to Jesus, and I'm, like, I'm just dealing with it now. It's not a, it's not such a big deal. It's just a. And also these things are fluid. So the things I was saying that I doubt in are not doubt every day. Yeah, they sort of come and go, don't they? As life comes and goes. You know, when you go through a difficult situation that's suddenly when those things about, God, are you going to come through here, come to the fore. Yeah. Whereas you don't always have that every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, and regardless of whether you you feel comfortable speaking to another person about it, like obviously, our, but maybe it's personality, but I think that is really important part of the process because otherwise I think it does remain like, yeah hidden and unvoiced and it can grow and grow and you drift over time but like it's you can just you can just no one even needs to know. you can take it to jesus yeah. can't you that's between you and god yeah and you can voice and air all you want with him and he will listen and he is more than he knows than it capable. anyway he knows it anyway and he's more than capable of responding to it yeah. as well um So that is really, like, a safe place, isn't it? You might be unsure about what other people might think or say, but that is really a safe place with Jesus to just pour out your heart to him because he cares.
0: Um, Yeah. 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 And he'll answer it. And he'll say, just like he did with Thomas, come see. Yeah. Come see what I can do. Or there have been times where I've, you know, I've, yeah, I've just felt him almost say, just just watch what I'm going to do. You know, and I've... Stood like aghast at what he's able to do, and and I think you get that by walking that through with him. Yeah. And as a result, your relationship with him is stronger because it's not based on oh, I just believed everything from the beginning and I've never doubted it. Actually, you're like I've wrestled with this.
1: Yeah. Like
0: I've 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 wrestled through this. Yeah. And as a result, my faith is stronger for it. Um, and I also just I pray that prayer a lot. You know. God, I believe, help my unbelief. Yeah. pray that a lot, like in lots of different areas. Like I believe in so many areas, I believe. But I'm also like, God, help my unbelief, change my unbelief. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to doubt you. I don't want to trust you. Uh, I don't want to distrust you. I don't want to become cynical or harden my heart to it. I want to, when I doubt something, I want to take it to you and allow you to work in it and change me in it so that I come away being like, I know this because I know it because I know it. Yeah. Yeah, and I love how he does that of like yeah. he
1: he doesn't just give us like simple solutions or answers. It's like he wins us over in the experience that we then have with him to the truths that he's teaching yeah. us as well so that they become really precious to us and you know they're connected to our story mm. and what we've learned in life and yeah, I love how he does that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like Thomas will have had an interaction with Jesus that other people won't have had. Yeah. Yeah. Because he went to Jesus with it. He didn't stand in a corner going I'm not getting involved in this. Like he he took it straight to Jesus. And as a result, he will have come out of that probably in the future like really remembering it when hard times came he would have probably gone. But I remembered I saw him. I put my hands where his scars were, you know, yeah. and it was out of that place of doubt came faith. Yeah. And obviously, we don't know because, you know, it doesn't cover everything in the Bible. But I'd like to think that out of that place came faith of like when Jesus dealt with him in that place. He was like, yeah, OK, I believe in you, Jesus, and that will really help me going forward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. I do, do you have any more things written down on your sheet there or any no, more thoughts around no. it? No, I, I think, feel, I think yeah. we're done on doubt.
0: Yeah. yeah, no more doubt for
1: us. <laughs> We've exhausted it.
0: <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> but yeah definitely go and you know i do think we'd both encourage wouldn't we just to share if you've got doubts to share definitely them. Find, definitely yeah. don't stay silent i think that's just
1: yeah. surefire way to make it grow yeah yeah yeah
0: all righty great thanks everyone we'll be back again soon bye bye oh for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at thenotsoperfectchristianlife.com